Thank you, Bad Mary, for that too sweet playing. Welcome back, all you four-color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, Chapter 3, HQ for all things comic book related. I am John Rivera, the CEO and co-founder of U.S. Comics. And that must make me the Puerto Rican nightmare, Charlie the CEO. Oh, fresh from vacation, full of piss and vinegar, my dear brother, happy comic book day. Happy comic book day. Charlie is tanned up, cruised up, done been seeing the world, knocking down all the free scrimp that he could lay his loving lips onto. And you know what? God bless you. The more shrimp that you could eliminate from the world, the safer it is for yours truly. And Victor Herrera coming through, uh, checking us out on YouTube, right away bringing the uh, the NL East heat, throwing up a go Braves chant. And I do have to say that even though my dear New York Metropolitans are indeed in a rain delay, it is a holy day here in U.S. Comics land because it is time to wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Oh, yeah. That's right, Victor. That's right. It's that time, son. Oh, baby, baby. And um, I do indeed know that the Mets are here on this wonderful woo, opening day uh, are in a rain delay because I left... Uh, the radio on, so I'm gonna go handle that. Charlie carried his show. Per- <laughs> Absolutely, Victor demanding that we put some respect on the reigning, defending, championship-winning Braves, and I respect them. But I look forward to absolutely dominating them this season because uh, I predict I, we will see you at the top of the NL East. We're going to work all this out. Don't you worry. Now, I, granted, there's a thousand wildcard spots this year, so I am pretty damn sure we will indeed see you in the playoffs, irregardless of the fact. But, uh, yeah, the, the top of the NL East is up for grabs. I truly, truly believe the New York Mets are going to go the next 500 games straight without a loss. That's my bold prediction. Write it down. Lock it in. Charlie Charlie is just wrecking the over-under in Vegas, every place now, especially because online gambling is basically uh, uh, basically available. Charlie's just wrecking, wrecking bookies <laughs> nights. So congratulations on that. You're very um, welcome. But yeah, here we go. And Charlie, uh, we do want to throw it to you right away. Tropical Charlie, as we can see by your shirt. <laughs> uh, now, I, gotta, I do have to ask a little bit of insight for the good people. Uh, out there who love us naturally naturally they love us the multitudes they are uh, tuning in to see what the Rivera brothers have to say about all things geeky so naturally they're gonna go ahead and throw us a like they're gonna drop comments they're gonna follow us they're gonna do what they needs to do on all our social media profiles would you but but that being said I think they deserve some insight Charlie the literally maybe the last thing that I said to you uh before you jaunted off around the world was uh hey i like that shirt 
And you immediately prompted like, fuck this shirt. I'm not even going to bring it with me on vacation. To wit, you not only brought it on vacation, but you were wearing it right the fuck now. So It didn't make it to vacation. It wound up at the top of the fresh laundry, <laughs> thus why I'm wearing it now. This is my pre- and post-vacation I, I was going to say, shirt. you wanted to ease into and ease out of vacation because it's kind of like when you're deep-sea diving and you don't want exactly to be pressure. pulled up. You get all the bubbles in your in your bloodstream and shit. I get it. Now, now we understand. But, yeah, I think everyone wants to know how was your... Uh, I'm not familiar with the term va- vacacione. I th- yes, that, it's. I think that, that is, is the, the, is the, the correct pronunciation. Or is uh, it like a W sign? Your vacation. How was your vacation? I was away. It was. It was uh, a miracle at sea. I had such <laughs> a good time. I. I genuinely could not drink more. The amount of advantage I took of that poor drink program they're like give us 25 bucks a day you can drink all you want i'm like challenge accepted they're like what challenge i'm like give me that fucking bottle uh it was awesome it was awesome i spent it with jess and her cousins we had a great time spent a few days in puerto rico spent a bunch of days out at sea it was uh it was spectacular and thanks to my luxurious accommodations i did have free access to a lot of blockbuster movies so a couple of our topics are inspired by the available nice uh, uh, viewings. Like in the same in the same manner that other countries, they'll get some American cinema fare, but like a little bit after. It's a little yeah. slight slight delay. It takes a little longer uh, when something's traveling by ocean. I mean, look at the situation with containers being stuck at ports. Exactly. Charlie's movie selection was exactly. Charlie wants to talk about a movie that was stuck. In the Suez Canal, basically, but that's all right because we have some fresh, fresh, hot off the presses goodness to talk about today. And uh, timing was very, very good because Charlie, you got home in essence just in time for the all white clad talking to himself got more personalities up in his head than most people got's brains. I am talking about my boy, Oscar Isaac. The moon night is upon us. God, when I I tell you, I I had to like look, I had to take a deep look in the mirror while I was away because every now and then, I think I was in the Dominican Republic. When you port into the DR, there's this giant like pool. Yeah, there he is. Uh, For those of you that are joining us in a video format, John got the moon night pop just delivering justice but right, i just re- giving I, away all the goods to the audio listeners the video listeners got to have something you know a little ex- something special that's very true so what was funny though or not funny what was kind of depressing is i'm i'm drinking at 10 a.m and i'm looking at facebook and i'm like oh shit moon night came out yesterday i can't wait to get home and watch the moon night that's that's how you know i have a problem with the the shit i take in but with that said the first thing I did when I got home, I picked up my dog. I cuddled him until he passed out, and I immediately popped in to Disney Plus to check out my boy. Uh, do I, the I damn thing. Charles like, what's up with the password? What is it? How do you spell that? I'm like, ah. And all it's of that was in the morning. In, 
All of that was in preparation for episode two. I was like, the moment it's available, I'm going to watch it in my Moon Knight feety pajamas. Uh, I predicted yeah, so out of the gate. two episodes deep. So I do want to put this out there because I realized that, especially with the shows, uh, and also going into a character that's not, that, that's not a carryover from like a group flick or, uh, you know, even that was alluded to in some other content, Moon Knight is like, boom, fresh out of the bag for the majority, I would say, of most Marvel Disney viewers. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, you know, people in chat, let, let us know, are you, uh, were you familiar with the Moon Knight going into this? Uh, do you already kind of know the backstory and we're super excited? Um, because this cast, uh, this is the type of cast, I feel, that if you have a, a property that, that you... Guardians of the Galaxy is really the one that comes to mind immediately because Moon Knight, I, I would say, even though I hold him in very high esteem, uh, I wouldn't classify him as to the public as like an A-lister. No Not one gives had, a... F yeah, Moon Knight didn't have fucking pajamas or... or no or, one you know, gives a fuck about a Moon kid. Knight. Moon Knight, here, I have a theory though. Moon Knight underoos are just regular tidy whities Makes sense. So, like, literally no kids got excited about Moon Knight on the road. Like, fuck this shit. I want He-Man. 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 The fact is, and I'll argue with anyone, there are certain characters that when they come to the, the big or medium-sized screen, um, that no one gives a fuck about them until the announcement. And Moon Knight is very much one of them. Moon Knight, I don't care if he was your favorite. I know two of you exist. Moon Knight, yeah. one of my favorite characters. Me and my other personality, the two Ex of us. Exactly. Uh, John Spector, notwithstanding. Um, John Spector? What'd you call me? Oh, shit. The best part, though, is when these <laughs> characters are allowed to just go buck, they, uh, they have the wiggle room to make them even better. So my first thought regarding Moon Knight was like, this is a better version than we've ever really been presented before because all of the old versions either weren't around long enough to fully establish a you proper origin. Of, uh, other origin, uh, other versions of Moon Knight or other just versions, Marvel shows in general? Other versions of specifically Moon Knight. Oh, a lot okay. of times he was kind of a rip, like aspects of Moon Knight when you list out the basics, can careful. feel like a bootleg. Be careful! Ah, oh, there it is. Here it is. Now the first thing the say, show did though was fix that. Cousin Paul jumped right in. He he said it best. He said that uh, Moon Knight set itself apart from the other Disney Plus shows, and I could not possibly agree more. And damn, everyone knows I agree with almost everything Cousin Paul says. But I'll say this. When I speak about Moon Knight to people who are, and you know, there are, there are listeners that might not catch this till a week from now, but they're going to be sitting on a train, and be like, mm hmm, it's true, it's true. Um, I'm, I'm talking about Mercasa Vera's own uh, Sean. Um, but when I talk about Moon Knight as a resident expert, I say he's like Marvel's Batman. Dot, dot, dot. If Batman was way more interesting and had a better backstory. Because Batman, look, and we we were just over here, kind of like shining the fucking uh, shining his belt buckle and talking about what a great installment that this most recent the Batman flick was, and it was it did almost everything right for me as a guy that 
does not necessarily put Batman up on a pedestal. I just enjoy his chicanery. Yeah. Well, uh, however, in its defense, neither did that movie. That movie was like, but fuck that's Batman. the thing. Yeah, it's they're like, Batman, hey, they're like, oh, you didn't really love Batman? Check out this movie. That that's what that that movie really did for a lot of people. But Moon Knight, Moon Knight is Marvel's Batman, but plus. He, there is so much more. Moon Knight has powers. Moon Knight has multiple personalities that are spoken about in the context of the material, not like Batman's secret agenda that we just kind of like think maybe there's a reason. Um, Moon Knight has so much stuff going on. Moon Knight is in the uh, Moon Knight is in the the magical era, the religious uh, uh, era. I mean, Moon Knight checks off so many boxes that, frankly. As a Moon Knight aficionado myself, I'm really like that's one of those situations where you get so surprised. It's like somebody telling Charlie that they don't enjoy wrestling. Charlie's like, "What?" And then like, he insists that they watch a thousand hours of video. And then you're like, oh, "Yes, you're right. I, you're right." <laughs> uh, so it's it's shocking to me. Moon Knight's a great awesome. deep cut too, though, because and and you've mentioned it. Marvel has had success. And even to a lesser extent, DC's had success with these B, C, and D level characters because the expectations almost can't be there. Peacemaker. (laughs) Exactly. We've gotten a couple of very cool animated Moon Knights already that were fun in their very small cameos. But for them going full bore with this good of a cast for six apparent balls to the walls episodes where no one. No one is on an extended contract. So this isn't this isn't coming off of anything and it may not lead to anything and I say that full well knowing that Werewolf by Night is coming soon and I hope I hope that this winds up being as beloved as the first couple of episodes seems because that- for my money Oscar Isaac forever. I need him involved. Like well, the whole he, next phase should just be he, his personality. He can do no wrong because even when Oscar Isaac shows up in shitty Marvel properties and Lord <laughs> has, um, he is always tremendous. I mean, and even outside of Marvel, like every one of the projects that he's involved with, the project itself isn't a fucking uh, a grand slam, but he is always just he's game. He's ready to go. He's tremendous talent. But that be, you had mentioned uh, Werewolf by Night. Uh, some, if not a uh, few people will know, uh, it was Werewolf by Night number 32 where Moon Knight made his first appearance. There is um, a, a blink-and-you-miss-it moment uh, in one of the very early scenes of episode one, and we're two episodes deep. And what I meant to say before that original diatribe was this is going to be spoiler-free because I know uh, many people might not have even begun it yet. Uh, so we're going to try to keep it po- spoiler-free as much as we can. But there's a blink and you miss it moment in the museum in the first episode where there is a large sign, which is in essence a, a, a QR code, like a scannable code. Yeah. Scan it and you will get yourself a complimentary digital issue of Werewolf by Night number 32. That, Charlie, that type of marketing is how you lure a fan base to a character that they did not know. Uh, uh, fucking Guardians of the blah, 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 blah. Guardians of the Galaxy did it uh, on the large scale version. They did it on the big screen. They did it with maybe one of the top ten 
movie soundtracks of all time. Like the way they went about it was a very different thing. They were very tied in to the current uh, DC Extended uh, Universe story, whereas Moon Knight. Moon Knight could be disconnected from everything completely and still seemingly operate, tell the story that they want to tell. I don't think that that's the case, though. I, I, I don't think Marvel has the self-control no, uh, to do that. No, neither do I. But the, we'll also, see. like, we live in a world where Moon Knight's crazy ass needs to, before, before the storybook closes, before we have a new proper universe iron man and a full did reboot you, and all that did you say boring, anu <laughs> i did uh all that boring old shit gets retold i need this moon knight and i need ryan reynolds deadpool to at least have a commercial together like <laughs> you talk about a cup running over moon knight in every single way even in their way that like i'm not there's a blink and you miss it like they kind of imply that that Victor Von Doom is coming. His company, there's like a stack of boxes in a place there shouldn't be a stack. Oh, uh, if this brings kidding? in Doctor Doom through this portal, I will be so happy. What's up, Eric? Welcome to welcome, 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 my brother. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I totally agree with you, but but let me ask you this again: only two episodes in. Yes. Uh, clearly, they are telling us a very focused story. Which right is now. an odd way of describing it. Well, because it's like no, a no. focused story about a crazy motherfucker. Well, again, you keep on throwing that term. I don't think that he's crazy. You know, multiple personality disorder exists now. What's very interesting in the writing of Moon Knight uh, in the books is that they're always kind of towing the line between were the issues what drew these powers to him? Were they uh, were they kind of like expanded upon because of the powers that came into his life? Uh, I mean, here's a cat. This is backstory. This is this is not spoiler full. Yeah, it also um, may turn out to be Mark irrelevant Spector, in the show, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know that they can really, uh, that they can deviate that that much, but Mark Spector was in essence on death's door and my man, F. Murray Abraham, who is killing it, killing it as the Egyptian bird-headed motherfucker that we all know and love, um, he literally said, he's like, you, you know, you, I, you owe me. I got you, son. I got you. Now, Mark Spector is not the only cat running around in that body. However, uh, I mean, shit, there may have been two wives to contend with, so we all been there before. Um, but I, I did want to ask you, Charlie, I mean, thus far, I'm enjoying every damn thing about the show. I think the way they're handling it uh, is tremendous. I think the way that they're handling the, um, the, the mystical elements of it, the religious uh, aspects of it, because God knows, even with, <laughs> God knows, even with Thor, we've already kind of like tickled the taint of uh, uh, certain religions and mythologies and everything like that. And now we're... We're bringing over the Egyptian side. Uh, who's going to have a field day with this character? You want to talk about Deadpool. I want to know what fucking Doctor Strange is going to have to say about that. This is a motherfucker who you cannot surprise. You're like, oh, yeah, by the way, this guy, he's got an Egyptian god inside of him. And there's another Egyptian god he's got to contend with. And fucking Strange will be like, oh, yeah, no, of course. Uh, yeah, for, for the Egyptian. Oh, okay, whatever. You knew that, though, Doctor Strange. I know, I know. Um, Doctor uh, Strange is a fucking Wanda. prick. If in the next Avengers film he doesn't legit collect everyone, like homeboy, you saw you saw everything. Mark Spector couldn't help. 
The asshole. Dark Avengers has to happen at this point. They are just building up a fucking roster that you cannot fuck with. I'm sorry, but I I, I want to send it back to you, Chucky boy. Uh, as a more of a as more of a Moon Knight admirer rather than a Moon Knight fanatic like myself, um, was it more or less than what you expected, regardless of my crowing from the background? And regardless, because I know you liked it to one degree or another, what was your favorite part thus far two episodes in? Spoiler free, uh, if you can. Of course, yeah. So far, it's been way more than I could have hoped for because mm. all of the Marvel series I have enjoyed to varying degrees, but the issue I've had is just how necessary knowing a little bit about everything was was mandatory. Um, okay. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I love that series, but I know the Marvel Cinematic Universe so well, that series works for me in spite of its shitty storytelling at times. This is an amazing story that lives perfectly fine without the rest of the marvel universe and it's done so much better than anything i could have possibly uh, imagined with this character with my passing knowledge again marvel knights would be the only way i i kind of knew moon knight so far my favorite aspect of it is the fact about is how unapologetic they are about uh, the character nothing's done with a wink and a laugh there's not a costume that you see or a way that it's obtained that's done like oh isn't this silly it's it's quite literally quite charmed with itself without being an elitist about it which i really appreciate i appreciate that anyone can sit down enjoy the fuck out of the show and the only way you could not love this show out of the gate is if you're just totally confused in which case rewatch the pilot because it's a fucking banger but here's the thing too and and this is not um a two-dimensional character far from it i mean just the fact of the associated disorder and the multiple personalities and everything that's going on um uh, there we go uh cousin paul said it himself Sometimes there are things out there. I, Moon Knight is not an example, but I do know that such things exist for me where I'm like, eh, I could really, it's fine. I don't hate it, but like I could give it a pass, so to speak. Um, and then when something is uh, given to you, when it gets moved around the plate a little bit, maybe a different uh, garnish or a different side, a little something different to drink that maybe a comp, uh, 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 you know, benefits the 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 this jazziness that's going on in your mouth hole. Uh, you're like, hey, you know what? This is actually pretty damn good. Uh, and and again, I referenced it before. Guardians of the Galaxy were never, never, a listers. Not even close. The entire galactic angle. I mean, uh, even like with invasions going on and fucking stuff like that. It was to a certain degree. I want to say forgettable because it's always ref it's always a good reference is you know always uh, always uh, trust you to have on hand. I would say though it was never like a must read situation or in this case like a must watch situation. This is absolutely must fucking watch. And you know there are certain times in your life where you say you know what I'm here, I'm open to whatever, I'm ready. And then you have like an Arthur Harrow type come by, put your hands together, and drop a two-headed crocodile staff uh, on your wrist and tell you you're good or you're bad. And if he had this series in said 
wrist lock and said that it was bad? Charlie, that would make him one thing and one thing only. Ooh, a transition king like me. He would make you a damn liar because Han shot first. You hear me, George Lucas? I'm talking to you. Salute. Welcome back, Charlie. Good to be back. Oh, God. Blink. Oh. Mm -mm. When you spend a Tastes week so good. When you spend a week drunk having alcohol after sobering up a bit, it's interesting. Uh, this might be a slippery slope. John, yeah. as much as I loved Moon Knight, I uh, I did not have the advantage of being able to watch Disney Plus while I was out at sea. Um damn pirate. And one day, unfortunately, we had very rough weather for a few hours. So, really the only option was to either take a nap or, or enjoy up. some free on-boat entertainment. And I and I did. And God, God damn it. Because I said to myself, self, why don't you watch something you haven't seen yet? Sure. Why don't you watch something nerdy? Why don't you watch something that if you fall asleep, you won't ever feel compelled to turn it back on. But unfortunately, that boat was a knocking. Uh, and I had to finish this fucking just goofball, just just. Uh, Oh, what the fuck was Venom 2? What'd you watch? Venom 2. What the shit is this nonsense that made so much money? I googled. It had the audacity to be the number one film in America at one point. How, how, how the shit... Charlie did people watch this and they went... All our viewers and listeners, like... Checking the, the 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 date stamp, like what what episode am I watching? Did I accidentally watch a month? Or am I watching a month old episode? No, folks. Charlie the pirate, the scourge of the seven seas. He took this damn long to finally watch Venom two. Dude, I, I like I get why I didn't watch it because this was not a situation where. You like you look back and you're like, oh, I was wrong. I wasn't. What a stupid fucking Sony. I don't even understand how you tell this incompetent of a story. So, John, you were a slight defender of Venom One. Was now, I? You, you, I don't think that's true. I I believe your your glue your glowing review was like it's not that bad. This. When you saw Venom 2, that did you lose sound, a... That doesn't sound more like a... That sounds more like a, a chastisement of the reviewers <laughs> than uh, an, honest, uh, an honest opinion about uh, content. Just take me back real quick. The first Venom... No. What, what were your initial thoughts on the first Venom? Well, uh, so, many, so many feelings. So, uh, first and first mostly... Um, Tom Hardy is on my Mount Rushmore of current actors in the game that I really thoroughly appreciate. I think he is absolutely one of the best out there doing the thing. Um, so his involvement, I was like, all right, cool, 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 cool. And, uh, then I saw the first few visuals and I was like, eh, might be time to get the old contact a uh, solution change because squint as I might, I cannot see a 
damn spider symbol anywhere near his chest, much less the uh, top of the hand white little fucking gauntlet doodads. Now, we are, the, the memory of Topher Grace's venom is still haunting <laughs> the memory sack. Oh, those sharp uh, teeth. So, I mean, just skinny, skinny as an Ethiopian marathon runner. As Venom, I'm like, what the hell are you doing, Topher? Anywho, but but going into this new iteration, I said, oh, Tom Hardy, he does it right. He knows what's up. He wouldn't sign up to a project unless the script was right, unless they clearly knew where they was going. Regardless of at that time, especially Sony kind of being like, they, they were not hitting much above the Mendoza line. Um, then I saw the flick, and uh, honestly, the best thing that I could say about it was it wasn't that bad. It was kind of bad, though. Like, not that bad still says it's a little bad. Yeah. It's got a little, little stank on it. So to refresh people's memory, my main takeaway was the best part of the first Venom is he never doesn't look like shit. They never, in the first Venom, they never have a moment where because of the symbiote, Eddie Brock suddenly is Jack Diesel and not sweaty. He's always like an overheated, sweaty mess. We like pick two, up two hours of sleep. Just, yeah, exactly. Motherfuckers greasy as all get out. Venom 2 picks up and they're like, life is still a mess. I still haven't showered. So I was at least comforted <laughs> by the fact that he still looked like I shit. I was like, me too. Yeah, exactly. I'm, as I'm like surrounded by like tiny little tequila bottles. So with Venom 2, man, the bar couldn't have been set lower for me. I love Woody Harrelson, but that wig in the teaser trailer of the first Venom was so ridiculous that, that my main... Oh, my God. He was wearing the most... Do you remember the, like, clown wig they put him in? For of the course. teaser trailer? Sarcasm. For, fair enough. Or the or the post credit scene for Venom 1? In yeah, Venom 2, at least It looked like a Ronald McDonald hair. wig. It did. It was pretty bad. The I don't understand. In Venom 2, I fucking totally get that you, you're doing, like, a PG-13 movie... You can't have carnage slicing people up, but also as well as, but you, did but they you not have a budget to make the carnage at least look? He is a strikingly different looking character in the comic books. He and looks in this, like they just, red venom. It sucked. Yeah, I was I literally I the like whole. They they added shriek for some fucking reason, but it's like. I was like, oh, she's going to get a green symbiote. They're going to be a symbiote fest. And that shit never happens. Mm. Uh, who the fuck was this movie made for? I hate to be this boring with the coldest of cold takes. We're used and to it. It's, and it's late. <laughs> How do you even see like a daily for this film? And you're like, we are hitting it out of the park. Because the, the dailies are basically like Tom Hardy and a tennis ball on a stick. <laughs> like, oh, this is fucking great. And he does most of his acting with himself. So you're like, well, at least he's got an agreeable partner. <laughs> Am I right? Now, what's funny is, again, you have Tom Hardy. You have uh, uh, Michelle Williams. In, in the first Venom, I was like, oh, Jenny Slate, this is great. Oh, she's dead? Oh, she's dead now? All right, cool, 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 cool. She's cool. the reason I now call it a symbiote. 
Because she put a real emphasis on that shit. So I am going to blame her for that. I appreciate you ruining yet another relationship for me, Charlie. Great job. Uh, but yeah, like you too. Also, I love Woody Harrelson. Also, he's one of these cats. He doesn't need to take a job. Like if he doesn't also, if it's not a project that he's all about, um, he can give it a pass. He can give it a miss. This is how um, you know these cats don't really understand superhero characters because they're like venom's a marvel movie right i didn't see it but it was probably Either, great i'm gonna be an avenger carnage or they just say look look how much money the first one made you're gonna be in the sequel terrific um what's what's interesting to me though is we are in an era now where the sony marvel flicks and the disney marvel flicks are like they're all intertwined and connected. Kind of. But not kind of, 100%. Because Spider-Man, while he was like... I, I mean, we, we can, but uh, I'm not sure exactly how it could be uh, questioned. Where Now, granted, I'll, I'll give you this. Spider-Man might be carving his own path where Sony's like, we're just we're going to handle this stuff now. Uh, Craven the Hunter is on the fucking table. Um, you know, we just came off of... Uh, no way home, and uh, they're, they're, float, float, they're flirting with ideas for Miles Morales, and you know Sony's feeling like Sony's feeling like a big boy now, like hey, I can swing, I can swing with whoever. You can't though. Just you've proving... had your greatest successes when you let Marvel and Jesus take the wheel. What are you doing? I, I don't even, doing? I don't even get the level of incompetence because they had to have seen Spider Man. Like, they filmed a post credit scene for Spider-Man during the filming of Venom 2. And they must have, at least now, seen on DVD The Last Spider-Man. And that movie is not a film without flaws. But you compare The Last Spider-Man to Venom 2. One is a movie, and one is claymation from the 30s. Like, Venom 2 is paced poorly. The dialogue is fucking awful. It's laughable. The story makes no sense. Really really it's bad. lazy. The third act is, if there was a fucking evil magic circle in the sky, the ending could have been more of, a, more of a CG fucking mess. And at the end of all of this, the only fucking, by grace of God, Woody Harrelson was like, at the end... Eat my head, cause I I finished reading the script now. I don't I don't want to be in Carnage, cause they would have done a Maximum Carnage spinoff where he would have been an anti-hero for a fucking nine film series too. Yuck! Now he he I do want to say this, <clears throat> and this is not a defense of Sony. At least they got Ducati money. <laughs> this film is brought to you by Ducati motorcycles. Um. The the Spider Man clone saga was made that much less terrible upon like re-review when you remember what the fucking symbiote disaster was yeah there were fucking the, like the only thing worse than a thousand spider-man clones swinging through your pages was the fucking symbiotes fucking like they're like how many colors can we squeeze all right cool uh, how many colors can we squeeze out of the fucking Crayola box? Because that's how many 
Um, that's how many symbiotes we can come up with. Let's let's mix colors and see who. It was. It's just like laughably bad, like laughably uncreative writing. And these are the comic books that this is the source material for these flicks. If anything, what you needed was not an anti-hero to give a villain to an anti-hero in the first ten place. Get the fucking anti-hero a hero to throw Dukes with. What are you doing? Honestly, Charlie, can anybody explain to me why Venom or Carnage, for that matter, or Shriek, or any of them, ultimately, uh, look the way that they do? No. They, they, it's just, that's no just what the aliens look like. And they have been. So this is a little bit of a dive, a deep dive for the comic book fans out there. Uh Venom, we only got Venom as comic book readers because Spider-Man ripped up his suit when he was fighting the Secret Wars in space. And he did not have uh, his little ants fucking singer sewing machine. So they're like, oh, what am I going to do? Um, they, they threw a lot of like, uh, actually, the Iron Man that fought in, in the first Secret Wars uh, was Rhodey. Um, and like he made a real point. He's like, oh, you didn't think it would be a black man under the suit, did you? I'm not sure why he sounded that way because it was a comic book, but as I read it, that's how I heard it. Uh, but regardless, we've been canceled. That's good. Cool. That's fine. Way way over the line. Um, but in any case, um, they made a whole big fucking point of like Spider-Man needed to have his suit repaired. Even as a little kid, I said this is this is not exactly titillating comic book writing when you can write about like people shooting lasers out of their dick holes. Uh, but then he I stuck read his that arm. Comic. Uh, and it was Reed Richards' fault. Smartest man, my ass. It's Reed Richards' fault why we got this little black uh, space ball that just covered up Spidey. Now he had a black stealth suit, uh, for lack of a better term. And uh, every all of our little collective fucking uh, single-digit kids' minds blew up like, Black Spider-Man! Oh, my God! That's the coolest thing ever. It's like Spider-Man, but he's a ninja. So you we lost our shit. shit. Are why in sports they keep doing black jerseys? It's your fault. Your generation to blame again. But your shitty generation keeps buying them. So <laughs> fuck true. off. You're like, but it's retro. Mm, avocado toast, tiny coffee. Blow me. Shut the fuck up. Anyways, <laughs> anyways. So it stands to reason that the black version of the Spider-Man suit. Turns out, oh my god, it's making Peter Parker do crazy shit because the suit is in and of itself a fucking thing. It's an entity and really not that great of an entity as uh, as, as entities go. It's not exactly E.T., not even the Predator. This is a bad motherfucker. But it makes sense that this character resembles Spider-Man. Now, granted, he was super hulked up, you know, very big proportions, and they carry that over. At first, it only really mattered because Eddie Brock was kind of like built that way. But then ultimately, eh, with the exception of Agent Venom, Venom shit still got crazy. <laughs> but it made sense. Like, even in a comic book, four-color, yeah. funny book world, logic still has to come into play at some point, doesn't it? Here, well, they've a... taken all the yeah. logic of Venom, anything that even remotely made sense, and threw it out the window. And that was for the first Venom movie. So when you have a house built on sand, the foundation is sand, and that sand is wet, and you dropped your retainer, and you're going to get in trouble, 
the fucking Venom 2 had no chance. So the difference between you and me, Charlie, I think is that, well, there's two. Number one, I cannot pull off a headband. And you are rocking it like, um, what's the fucking, the miniature doctor and the Dr. Pepper commercials? Like, you, the two of you guys can work a headband. Whoa, little sweet. Charlie's big sweet. So, um, so I can't pull off a headband, but also as well as... I didn't go into that flick, and I literally went into that flick because I saw it in the theaters. Uh, I didn't think go in thinking that it had any chance of being good. Matter of fact, I went in just to see how very bad it was going to be. And on that account, it was a huge success for me. Here's my question, though. Yeah. The, the fucking movie, like, printed money. Like, the, both of them yeah, made so much money. In what in what world is that any kind of a, a, a well, gauge because to something being good or bad? So so let me give you an example though. All right. So so the 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 latest Spider-Man installment hit Blu-ray and and home uh, download recently. Yeah. So a lot of people on Twitter were taking screenshots of some scenes that just look fucking awful. So there was this discourse like what. Of, just like some of the background sh shots, you could tell they like rekeyed the skyline. So whatever skyline was there when they shot, they didn't like, so they replaced it. They they when they kind of added characters who didn't record together. So the normal discourse happened of like this looks like shit, and then people who love Spider Man are like, "Fuck you, die!" Uh, everything they do is perfect, and there were people talking about, "Well, it was shot during a pandemic," and yada yada yada. But Ugh. one person came out. Could that be the least fucking interesting thing to type about? Uh, like, you well, folks, but, but this is you folks realize there's pornography on the internet. Like, why are you wasting but, your lives? But, but this is talking about the skyline in a pandemic-filmed movie about a fictional character. Well, fictional character. Well, listen. Here's the only thing, though. The reason part of that conversation... So like, it was me. It was, I was me. The one I, that shit. It was off the U.S. Comics account. Um, Damn it! The, the, the reason I think that that discourse is still important to have, not saying one side's, you know, stupid for defending it. No, some people both don't sides care. are stupid. <laughs> but it is, it is a slippery slope. Sony will keep making movies like Venom 2... Because they're allowed, like, ultimately they're allowed to. They make money, and it doesn't matter if it's poorly put together. It doesn't matter if it looks bad. So with the Mar with movies that are very entertaining, when because the Spider-Man movie, I don't give a fuck what it looked like. What I love about that movie are like the scenes where the three Spider-Men are chit-chatting. That's like it my favorite great. fucking part of the movie. It looked great. As a no, 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 but it didn't. But some of those. But see, this is bullshit because what a lot of people fucking do. Whoa, whoa, no, whoa, it whoa. is bullshit because a lot of people say is because it wasn't important to me, it didn't matter. It does matter because the next Spider-Man better fucking look all the way good because it's a forty fajillion dollar movie, and they like charge extra to fucking see it. So suck my nut. Learn to key but shit in. Luke Skywalker should look good at the end you, of his fucking cameo. When you were watching, I mean, we're not. This topic wasn't the Spider-Man no, movie, it, but but it is though. Hold, hold on, hold I'll on a second. It's, it's it's not the topic. I'm gonna become Venom. Venom. The picture is right there. Um, so when you were watching Spider-Man, the, the most recent Spider-Man, and Doctor Strange is floating around, so the question of whether the Marvel and Sony flicks are intertwined, I think, is kind of moot. 
Um, but when you're watching the going-ons of that flick, fucking Aunt May catching one in the brisket, um, you know, characters from from the prior Sony movies, <laughs> you're, not, you're not kidding, Paul, um, showing up and getting pulled in, having, like, total, like, glam-ups, all of a sudden, fucking Electro's got hair again, and, um, like, there was so much going on in the story, I would argue... That unless a person was talking about their third, fourth, fifth viewing, yeah, and I had that shit illegally, so I, I could have potentially, uh, once again, thank you, Sean, um, I could have watched it that many times. Now, I'm not a huge Spider-Man mark, so I didn't necessarily feel the need to do that, and while there was some carryover in the continuation of the Marvel Cinematic overarching uh, story that they're telling... Uh, it wasn't like anything where I had to like frame by frame like, oh, this right here, this means fucking uh, uh, Victor made mention of it. Like there was a tiny little spurt of Venom left behind in the proper uh, mm -hmm. MCU. So we may get a completely new reimagined non Tom Hardy Venom uh, in Marvel, especially if Marvel and Sony kind of like start separating church and state yeah. a little bit. But my question to you, Charlie, is when you were watching that most recent Spider-Man movie, forget about Venom 2. Did any of the like technical things where you say, oh, it didn't look great. Did any of that say like stop you from like enjoying the movie? Of course not. But that doesn't make it invalid because my point is what people will say about Venom 2 and have said about Venom 2 was, yeah, the story's not good, the acting wasn't good, the dialogue wasn't good, it didn't look good, but, like, it was fun. Be like, but yeah. it was bad, though. And, and again, you and I don't <sighs> talk on this show about absolutes. You're allowed to be entertained by what you're entertained, but expecting sure. companies to make things that look good sound good, and ultimately are trying to be good. There is some shit that is up for debate. Did you like the story? Did you like the dialogue? These are debatable. When mm -hmm. something looks like a CGI blurry mush, mm -hmm. it happens to look... You may not care, but I am so exhausted by the fucking argument of, like, who, care, who cares about the video game story? I had fun playing it. Well, I fucking did it. So it's 50% good then. Like, ju just because something, Spider-Man was good. I really enjoyed Spider-Man. Some of the scenes look like fucking baloney was shoved on the lens. And I find that unacceptable from fucking Disney. So if you're going to do a Venom Baloney vision is like the newest technical shit, bro. Like, baloney vision most, is no joke. It's the most anti-vegan shit ever. You should be furious at them. Um, the, the I don't eat animals. <laughs> I eat Every animal in one sandwich, bro. <laughs> in one gross, wet slice. Yeah. Why is it so this, wet? This slice had an eyeball in it. Oh, God. <laughs> but, but, googly I, eyes. I, I think the weird excuses about Venom 2 like burrowed themselves under my skin. Be like, well, Tom Hardy's a good actor. Be like, well, fucking prove it. Because now I need to watch another Tom Hardy flick because he's not good in this. If Bronson turned into Venom, you would not be talking that shit because he would butter himself up and fuck you up, kid. I also wouldn't know what the fuck he was saying. I watched that movie like this. What? Where's the subtitle button? So I was like, 
Oh, this shots. Uh, never mind. Fuck this movie. No, I, um, I, I, I find. I, I hear what you're saying, but if I'm, if I may, yeah, because please. I, I do want your blood pressure to drop a little bit, and uh, we, we can't get, uh, we can't get medical team over to you that that fast because the weather isn't great. Um, I do hear what you're saying. I, I would counter a soft counter. Uh, that first and first, mostly, I didn't enjoy the movie. I was like, huh, that's a thing. That exists. <laughs> uh, I will probably, unless it's on some kind of a dare or there's a bet involved <laughs> um, or like there's some like some very weird, hot, like super Spider-Man fan. She's like, I just love this movie. I'm like, oh, get the blankets and get the popcorn ready. Let's go. We um, are horny. I, uh, I, like I, can't, I can't imagine me sitting down for this again. Also, for the fact that, like, it didn't necessarily pepper in a ton of little Easter eggs that are going to be required for whatever comes next. Because you're right, there will be a next for this franchise only because of the loot. And it was yeah, not well to talk about it universally. Um, but because of the money, you're, you're going to be getting more. And they have been flirting with the idea of uh, kind of hoarding, hoarding little baby Spider-Man and throwing him up against... Whether it's Venom, whether it's uh, Venom and Spidey versus Morbius, whether, you know, they have Sony still owns a big chunk of Marvel property and they can make these flicks willy nilly. They don't have the X-Men anymore. But this is this is what I was going to say to you, Charlie. You are you're not a mark for the X-Men, though. The X-Men cartoon has wormed its way into your heart to a very large degree. But there are certain X-Men who you would I'm pretty positive bowl me over in order to get to um but of all the bad x-men movies out there did you ever feel that way this way about any of the x-men movies like furious mad that they were so bad. yeah like yes. we have to worry about getting the medical team to you man fucking stupid cyclops is my favorite x-men and from jump they were like fuck cyclops i They've the fact that the newer Cyclops movies I hate more than the fucking leather S and M. I hate baby Cyclops even worse. And here's the thing: we we live in a world of of uh, excess. I we live in a world where there's a Moon Knight TV series. So back when I was starving for content. They were like, here's Ben Affleck's Daredevil. I was like, I'm nom 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 nom. Delicious Ben Affleck leather suit. Here's the X-Men franchise. I'm not uh, that's weird. Why'd they do that? Uh, never mind. I'm nom 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 nom. Why are so, there two Wolverines sitting on each other's shoulders? He's the tallest guy in the room. Fucking gigantic. So the the truth is those everything has to evolve. And the Sony Venom films feel like such a de-evolution. This feels like a movie that can stand hand-in-hand with Blade Trinity, X-Men 3, and Ben Affleck's Daredevil. It fits right in. And even among those films, it's among the less entertaining. This film isn't even fun. And people were like, oh, it's so fun. What part? What people? Internet people. They don't count. A couple of my friends are big defenders of this film. Big really? defenders because they're Point like it's out. just 
It's not. I will. Uh, literally, the quote was like, oh, it's just fun to kick back and not have to worry about a heavy story. Be like, this is the lightest fucking story of all time. I mean, is that is that just like a code for not paying attention to the words? It must just be. Just get to go pee it whenever I want be. because the story is so I dumb. I genuinely would like to talk to someone in long form about like, tell me a scene you love from Venom 2. I would love to love Ven- Eddie wow. Brock is such a cool fucking character. Yeah, if you're, I'm on record. Fuck Peter Parker. So, like, you get someone that's Spider-Man adjacent, but he has dope, flat-top blonde hair. He's yoked like the fucking rock playing Shazam. That motherfucker has, a, a, like, claw hands and web hands. The fucking bee's knees. Eddie Brock's is the tits. But fucking, now with three uh, at-bats, Webbing out of the top. I'm like, out of the top, Venom, really? That's because he's like, I'm not doing this. Fuck this. He's like, this is lame. I had this conversation before. When you get too yoked up and the veins, you're like, so Venom A can't wipe. He cannot reach around to wipe. So I hope this astronaut booty has a special package like for the the diaper back there. He's definitely got to be wearing because he cannot reach behind himself to wipe. But also he can't he can't do the flip. He's got to shoot the webbing out. It's not even webbing. It's like more symbiote. Yeah, he's exactly. like I've seen Spider-Man do this. So so with no Spider-Man, there's another fucking thing that drove me crazy about it. With no Spider-Man to even reference, why does he even have like fake webbing? Well, he doesn't. Why? He doesn't. He uses I mean, he like tentacles. Well, no, no, I I know, but like even like the oh, the like movement. why the fuck it is was, he tentacling around? All, it it's was stupid all, as fuck. It's dumb. It was all it was all referencing something that with the viewers never had the chance to see. Now we know Spider-Man exists, but he didn't even do the he didn't even go the Morpheus uh, Morpheus the Morbius route where like they had a poster like okay well we yeah, know that, that this character exists in the world they didn't even go that we'll far. we'll get to that in a second. Let me ask you this: as my yeah. time dwindles down, I legitimately think Venom one and two are so bad. Yeah. They're not salvageable in their current form. Mm-hmm. Do you think, and I'm not asking you to pitch anything because I didn't ask you to prepare that beforehand. Sure. Do you think with the parts in play, short of like Doctor Strange change shit, is there a fucking way to make this actually a good franchise or is it just going to be a money-making franchise? This is definitely going to be a part three. He well, might be part of the Sinister Six this time. We're getting another Sinister Six. All franchises are money-making vehicles, so we just throw that right throw that right away. Um, personally, creatively, no. I think you say this was this is a failed experiment. Um, what's going on with the multiverse means that you can do that electively in both Marvel and DC. You can pick and choose what works and what didn't work. Fucking look at Ezra Miller's getting all kinds of trouble all over the place. He's arrested every other day. And now, like, all of the, his, the Ezra Miller Flash properties, they hit a giant pause button. And he has a huge flick coming out, which is supposed to do a lot of things in the DC universe and allow them to do what we're talking about, picking and choosing, picking and choosing. But people are clamoring, the internet people, um, they're, they're clamoring for him to be replaced by Grant Morrison did you, from the show. Uh, guts, gut, Grant. Yeah, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Did you see he got kind of jacked for this season? This motherfucker knew. He's like, I could sneak into these movies. Imagine, like, he's going to all those places, like, starting in trouble. He's like, yo, they're talking some shit over you. You better go say something. Just a um, different, like, terrible disguises, like a very fake mustache. Grant like Gustin. Hump, like the humpy, humpty, hump nose. Um, so, so, sure, yeah. Ezra, that guy 
I said you're a real pansy. He's like, oh, he said you're a derrier derrip. So anyway, that's a Humpty Hump reference for all <laughs> the children was, out there. It was fantastic. Uh, so uh, what I think that is that um, any character can absolutely be salvaged. I don't think they're going to take Venom of all fucking characters and throw him away and then like bury him for a decade. That's just not going to happen. Because you have carte blanche now to say like, ah, that, that one you saw, that's a different fucking version. And this is now what you're going to get. Um, ultimately, I think whatever for whatever the deal is, not to get into the business side of it, because that is super, super fucking not fun to talk about. But I'm pretty sure Tom Hardy has a deal in place. So you're going to get more Tom Hardy. I think you're going to get love if you got another bite of the looking. Apple. You're going to get a better looking Venom, a proper looking Venom, uh, where I think that you're fucked is with the carnage and with all the other little symbiote babies uh, that were running around at some point. But they also seem to really be making a, a concerted effort to say, like, the battle between good between where Venom is an antihero and fucking uh, um, Brock is just a good guy. That's not the comics. Yeah. Like Brock is kind of a douche. Like a selfish and Venom is bag, also yeah. kind of a douche. So their 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 douche levels tend to match. It's just that one of them likes to eat heads and one of them just likes to like frame people for fucking shit they didn't do. I would absolutely so I love... do think it's salvageable, but not in this yeah. incarnation. Because if you I... added Spider-Man to this version, you're dragging Spider-Man down and they've spent all Marvel's spent all this time and effort to build him up. Where he's like so lovable right now. I would love, love, love if they just like in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, because this little like piece of Venom, which is allowed its own personality, that all works for me. I think that's kind of a cool concept that it's like a spawn. It's like a, a piece of is not the sum of the whole or whatever. But literally because it vaguely would know shit looks for Eddie and finds Eddie, but it's the MCU's Eddie and like just a complete, and I think, and I think he would get a kick out of playing a variant of a character he's already played. Like now you're the cunt jacked badass Eddie Brock. Like well, go hit Patrick the gym, Stewart bro. Is willing to do it. There's no reason why. But how fun would it be? Anyone should be. How fun would it be for him to get another bite at the apple and like straight up play heel? Like, no, you're just going to fight fucking Spider-Man. You're going to have the big, white, fucking stupid spider. It's going to be awesome. You're going to have to ask Tom. I don't know. It'd be fun for me. So if he turns it down, I could get into the gym. It's like a dollar a month membership. I'll do what I got to do, Marvel. Only um, you would insist upon, like, instead of the white spider, it would be like a Puerto Rican flag spider. Like, you know, got to represent. Charlie, whatever it takes, dude. Like, Puerto at, at Eddie this point, at Eduardo this point, Brock. <laughs> at this point, whatever it takes. But, um... So in any case, uh, I am glad I, that ultimately I loved it though. That's ultimately my review. Is I think Venom Two is a great. <sighs> just kidding. What a piece of shit! I hate its guts. How I, dare the boat show it to me? In in very much the same way. Oh, hello, lightning. Uh, in very much the same way that you, when you smell bad milk in the fridge, <laughs> it's not enough to be like, oh, I'm just gonna throw this out. You're like, hey, Charlie, I know you're super allergic. Smell this also, and then it's only your retching face. Like, that's the only thing that could possibly make me feel better. To that degree, I am so glad that you had a, a shitty weather system to float through, to cruise through, and you were forced to feel my pain with this flick. I am very pleased. I give this shit two symbiotes down. John! <laughs> yeah? 
in these times of of desperate desperate need um i need to wash the taste of venom 2 out of my mouth so why don't you tell the, the beautiful alcohol people didn't do it it tried uh and i think it made me even grouchier i like woke up jess who was taking a nap i'm like you fucking a brock is not supposed to be watch how bad this movie is i wake up i don't want to suffer alone john i need entertainment instead of turning to shitty on-demand movies why don't you tell us about one of our fantastic sponsors today first of all you are not my manager but i'm gonna do it because i want to do it uh, and sometimes bad movies and bossy brothers notwithstanding, you have to ask yourself one question. Where are we dropping? And the answer to that, as always, is with Sergeant Finesse. You can find him gaming on both Twitch and Facebook, doing multiple streams every daggone day, outstanding video game content, supporter games, co-streams, giveaways, contests. Don't be a sucker. Check him out today. If you need a pick-me-up, however, do like John do. Follow the White Rabbit over to SneakEnergy.com. Mmm. Gulp. Tastes so good. Uh, use code SGT at checkout there. If you're looking for some fresh new merch, go to the Met Store, Fanatics.com. Uh, fucking palm trees open to the navel.org. <laughs> or uh, GeeksUnleashed.com. You can use code S-A-R-G-E uh, over there. When the Sarge is on deck, there's one thing to do. Salute, GG, son. Charlie, yeah. what about the tunage? You know, you have stuff to watch. Thanks to us and the Sarge, you need something to listen to. And for that, we turn to one of my favorite bands of all time, Bad Mary. You can find them across all social media at Bad Mary Band. They are touring right now. So if you are in the tri-state area, you make sure you check them out. You can support them financially over on Patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary. And my absolute favorite part is they have a brand new album already out. They have some new tunage dropping soon. And you can listen to all of it across any single music streaming service. Spotify, iTunes, all of them. You can find their entire discography. That's Bad Mary Band. Check them out today. Look at the also puppy. as well as... One of Sly Dog's favorite bands. As um, it should be. Live, yeah. they are. We just saw them a couple weeks ago before I went away. Hot damn, it felt good to to go out and do something. And they absolutely crushed it. What a good time. Yeah, no, they are just as good, if not better, live. Um, and when I say better, I mean only because you don't have to mix your own drinks, pour your own drinks. They're just, like, given to you by the bar person. Um, but Charlie, I do got to tell you this while you were catching a poor to mediocre, uh, comic book fair on your cruise, uh, I was doing something very similar. And, uh, this was alluded to earlier teased by Charlie and by tease. I mean, said outright, uh, the living vampire himself, the nose that only Michael Jackson's plastic surgeon could love. Morbius, the living vampire, good Lord Almighty, never, never, oh, hi, Sly, never have I wanted a fist full of garlic <laughs> cloves, a crucifix, and some holy water more. What a piece of shit this flick was. Did you see Venom 2 yeah. but wanted less fun than the no fun Venom 2 provided? Hi, I'm Charlie Rivera with Sony Pictures. 
Welcome it, to Morbius, a Charlie, CGI mess so bad it gave Charlie diarrhea. Called, called that movie more bullshit. It was so so much of a step back in comic book movies. Now this is actually a point that that occurred to me while you were shitting all over Venom Two. <laughs> it's the same but, review. Well, for me, Venom Two happened like I was like, didn't it happen like pre-COVID? <laughs> That's like happened so long ago. Um, they found a cure for that venomitis. <laughs> um, so I was like, I got a shot at Walgreens for it. I swear to God. But that being said, <laughs> I had very similar feelings, uh, to you when I was watching Morbius, in that this could have easily been a movie. Now I understand that certain CGI, certain special effects might not have been in play, but they had a version. But they had fucking special effects in goddamn Xena Warrior yeah. Princess. I so seen they, Blade. They, I seen a blood monster. It, it felt like um, a a late '90s comic book movie. We're like it we're was... trying it, and now here's the funny thing about it: where where, where they differentiate Venom and Venom Two uh, by Electric proxy. Boogaloo. They felt like mediocre comic book movies in an era, in a golden age of comic book movies. So if only by comparison to what else, what else is out there that, that can, can vie for your time and attention, it looked that much worse. This movie actually reminded me of a few things. So the X-Men movies and even the X-Men related stuff fucking the new mutants felt fell into the same category where they kind of teased going down a route of oh it's gonna be a horror movie and every at every turn where this movie made you feel like we're gonna go down the horror movie route they fucking didn't or they bungled it to the point where you just like had to sit back you're like Ugh. is it i i truly had the feeling of is this almost over? Like, am I? Is my penance almost done? Uh, and I do have to say this, and I made allusion to it in the copy that came out with the episode. I truly have to say that, and I don't think there's really even a, a competitor. Like, it's his the heavyweight, even though he's really a lightweight, fucking belt of being in the worst fucking movie for Marvel is held by the cat that also has the title <laughs> for being in the worst DC movie. What's next? Is he going to go fucking find the worst image movie that he could fucking possibly make? Is he going to make Saga suck just because this poor guy, and I I, I, I can say confidently, Jared Leto is a, is a very gifted actor. But someone look, needs man, to you remind can't do him. something with nothing. No, someone's got to read his scripts for him because this movie I did not like. I didn't fucking. Uh, I like I when you, when you mentioned in our chat when we were talking about what do we want to talk about? Oh, let's talk about Moon Knight. That was like the text exchange. Yeah, that I was a question. I had hearts in my eyes. I could talk about fucking Moon Knight all week. Then I was like almost sheepishly, I was like, can we talk about Venom too? Because I saw it and I'm furious. And then you asked the terrible. Oh, we question. know. You asked me a terrible question. You said, hey, did you see Morbius yet? No, and I yeah. went, no. Here's another but I, but milk I can. carton that I want you to smell. Oh, when I tell you, when I wrote out the text 
saying I can if I need to. I was like, please, God, say don't bother. Please have another topic in the chain. Watching, I, I sat down to Morbius like this. Oh, God. Oh, please. And I will say this. The first two minutes, I was like, maybe it's a movie. And then it fucking instantly f falls apart. Who edited this film? Edward Scissorhands? Scenes start and end so abruptly. They're like, we're going to give you the Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, he said no to it. In that scene, you just saw the start of. They completely got rid of the Spider-Man mural. They got rid of Oscorp. So I even think this film, when you talk about taking a step back, I think it also further identified what I'm going to call the Venomverse, because God knows I'm not calling it the Sinister Six Factory. The, the, yeah, the, don't do that. The Sony movies, I think, are now going to have nothing to do with the Marvel movies. I literally think poor... To, like one of the Spider-Men is gonna get hucked into this horse shit, and the door is gonna get sealed the fuck shut. I think we are on the precipice of a wow. nightmare. But here, here's the thing, and and I, I'm gonna disagree with you on that account for a couple of reasons. Please do. Um, first and first, mostly you did stick around for the after credits, yeah? I did, but that so he's in the they, wrong universe now. He, but but by but but they speak about that, right? He 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 wasn't vulture from that fucking universe. Like he alludes to the fact that like no, I don't belong here. This isn't mine, and I think it has something to do with Spider Man. Which like, doesn't make any basic, fucking sense. Well, but but you know the, they, they they have plenty of time to to make that make sense. No, it I... was more about like titillating, like oh vultures here, and and like you said. Um, <laughs> Uh, and, and like you said, they have the opportunity to condense and kind of encapsulate a particular universe if it's not great or if it doesn't if it doesn't at this point, if it's not uh, improving what's going on over on the Marvel side, then just let it live where it lives. Now, the other reason why I'm going to disagree with you, Charlie, and I don't think that they're going to just huck it away and pretend like it didn't exist. Charlie, as much money as Venom 2 made. Fucking Morbius made way more. It is like a fucking hit. What? Financially, it's what a hit. What in the fuck and is going was... on? Were there no more movies? Did they, John, when I went away, did they pull other movies from the cinema? Is this the only yes. movie playing? Yes, they did. I have been waiting for 17 years <laughs> for fucking a completely finished Top Gun 2 to finally come out. Uh, and it John, just refuses I, I, to do so. It's going to happen soon, though. And we're going to talk about it right here, folks. This, yeah, because um, that's super comic book related. I'm never going to yeah, forgive yeah, you for three yeah, yeah. weeks ago. When I'm, um, when I'm holding... Dude, Charlie fucking holds a grudge <laughs> like goddamn Poland after World War II. Settle down, dude. Holy shit. I, I I'll make it connect. Don't you worry. I cannot fucking believe that a movie about a fucking vampires, plural... Could be so dull. They yeah. borrowed every score from Batman Begins they could find. Charlie, His little this bat movie should have been called tits out of me. Trope, the living vampire. <laughs> there was every somebody had a fucking book writing comic book movies for dummies, and they followed it page by page. Oh, have an exact version of your hero, but evil in your climactic. You know who maybe. 
disliked this movie more than you and me combined, though? Who? Tyrese Gibson. Because after all the shit that your boy Rocky put him through, after all the shit that he went through on Twitter, tweeting happy, tweeting sad, tweeting crying, he's like, hey, but you know what, though? I'm going to be a monster hunter, bro. It's on. Oh, no? Oh, you cut me out completely? Oh, cutting room floor? Cool, 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 cool. I am really, really going to cry right now, and social media is going to hear all about it. Poor Tyrese, Sean, they didn't have enough money to CG out the, like, weird blood transfusion arm. What the fuck was that? And I got to tell you, as far as uh, wanting to like things, I was even willing to get on board that this motherfucker Morbius, who, by the way, what a piece of shit. His childhood quasi-brother has the same... Make me a vampire, John! Don't let me be some, like, weak-boned piece of garbage. John, mate, I don't... Oh, the blue blood's bad. Go eat a bag of dicks. Make me a vampire. You're already pretty damn emo. It's like, if we... we in, in literally injected some vampire shit into the situation. No, bro, I gotta you imagine gotta... you just tearing around town in full crow makeup like all the time. No, like in a drive-thru at Taco Bell for no good reason. You're like, being I can't silly. even do this shit. You're being silly because the first vampire would be you. So you'd get all like the black Morbius shit. Yeah, yeah. I would be the second one. Nice tan coat. I'm wearing white New Balance sneakers, sensible pants. That was my favorite part of the movie was how sensibly dressed our bad vampire was. Not since... The fashion icon. Not since the first Blade movie has a vampire stunned me with their choice of attire for going... (laughs) He's like... I'm just, I have this tan coat. I'm not getting a new coat. I'm not going to dress the way you want me to dress, Dad. For it, decades, every vampire in every movie that came out, regardless of the franchise, exclusively shopped at International <laughs> Mail. You like People actually buy clothes from that, like, that, that fucking uh, weird magazine. I um, appreciate that the bad vampire in this went to Target. And got himself. He's like, I need Sensible. a flappy. I need a flappy trench coat because like, the CGI I can only bullshit. Work the nights. End. It's very limited. My options. I have to stay within a budget. But 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 truly, you know, just to to get back to it, it really felt like a throwback to what they thought these movies should be. And I and I really don't know. There is a lot of um, hubris involved because the fucking uh. uh What's his name? Um, oh, God, I had it right here. The, the fucking uh, the director. He was talking... Smith something. He was talking all kinds of shit. So, as a Nick fan, one of the great things about Michael Jordan was he didn't just, like, ruin my fucking dreams. He didn't just shit on my hopes and my aspirations. He smiled at me. He winked at me. He stuck his tongue out while he did it. So, since childhood... I've had a certain uh, begrudging respect for shit talkers because they talk that shit. When you talk shit, stepping into the box, I'm going to go ahead and mix sports metaphors here, so you're welcome. Um, and then you fucking do that thing, you you may as well be wearing the cape. Forget about fucking 
you know, uh, plumage flying behind you and smoke and fucking nose falling off and teeth coming out of every orifice you have. Like, that is cape-wearing shit. You talk trash and then you follow through your hero status. You are fucking Achilles running around on the killing fields of Troy. But this motherfucker talked all this shit. Went up there and shitted on your lap. And then, like, went back to the bench strutting like, Yeah, you like that, right? No, I didn't like that. You shitted all over home plate. He's like, yeah, and you know what? Fucking, uh, fucking Morbius, he could fuck up Doctor Strange, too. I'm like, keep Doctor... Keep Doctor Strange out your motherfucking mouth! Dude, it was so... Almost comically unenjoyable for me. I hated I, I, it. I the the fucking worst part is <sighs> you could see the blueprint for what may have been a a perfectly enjoyable film. If I had walked out at that like 11, 12 minute mark, I'd be like having a. D- I'm like, hey, not bad. Yeah, not bad. They're, they're, but like, even my favorite vampire since what we do, what we do in the shadows. I gotta tell you, bro. I was instantly <laughs> fucking. I'm not even. I'm not even close to kidding. You know what made me the most angry up front? He turned like a a. a a money-making lab into a blood lab? Sir, that is not, that is, you, that, just have him started a Chuck E. Cheese then. Because there is no wonder, you, you're not even using the same carpets, cocksucker. I don't care how good of a vampire scientist you are. Are you jacking the entirety of my dick? First and first, mostly. At the opening of this show, I I cherished Moon Knight's nuts, all 16 pairs of that crazy son of a bitch. I cradled those He's nuts. not crazy. Stop saying that. Cradled, cradled his possessed ass because I love the fact they took a character that nobody loved and instantly gave you, in 40 minutes, they gave you, minus John, but you have a bad history with love and shit, um, myself included. Uh, they gave you a million Charlie's reasons. Charlie's just swinging from the hills. People usually come back from vacation, like, in a good move. Charlie's like, yeah, you missed two weeks of my anger. You're going to get it all now, motherfucker. That's what, this is my good mood, is I reserve wow. it all in a little angry pouch. Um, but Mor- Morbius had the same benefit. No one gives a fuck about Morbius. The closest someone gives a shit about Morbius was Morbius was my favorite villain in Spider-Man the Animated Series. And he had little, like, little blood-sucky hands in that. Little blood-sucky hands. John, Morbius can and should be dope as fuck. This movie... It should have Jared, been a horror Jared, movie. No, none of the it actors... It didn't make any sense. None of the actors are particularly bad. But like you said... They had nothing to work with. And if they did have something to work with, it got left on the cutting room floor. This film has no patience for itself. Like it knew, like all they cared about was getting to their two post-credit scenes. And the two post-credit scenes suck. This whole this is one of the biggest examples of what not to do at every turn. They didn't understand the character. They didn't understand the 
audience and they're rewarded for it by a huge box office? What in the actual fuck is going on? I don't fucking get it. I I know what's going on. I, I know exactly what's going on. People are bored. <laughs> no. Um. Do so. So you sat. Well, you you you. Pre- presumably, you didn't stand to watch it. You sat down someplace. <laughs> oh, I did. I uh, got that heated. In in my uh in my uh reality, it was in a theater, and you were comfortably at home. Um. And we talk about like the first 10, 15 minutes. Even you're like. Okay. All right. I'm. You still it's got like me. A pretty looking movie at first. Um, <laughs> I just saw Big Speed on there. That's right. Um, but what's the very first thing that happened? You had that old school Marvel fucking intro where the comic book pages. So just in case you weren't sure, they're like, "This is a Marvel movie, bro." <laughs> and then they're like, eh, "But also as well as us." It's it's not a Marvel movie. It's a Marvel character, and I I really I really truly believe that with this big of a divide now between look say what you want to say about the Marvel proper movies, oh they're formulatic, they're boring. Like every fucking big time director under the sun who's still with us shits on them because Marvel movies. They clean up like all you have to do is announce the date and then every other movie is like, I'm never going to bother. If I was in the theater, just take me out of the theater now. Um, Say whatever you want to say. They're consistent. Yeah, they're consistent. Whatever letter grade you want to put on them, you fucking see them all. But regardless, they are consistent. Every once in a while, you have an outlier, a Thor 2, an Iron Man 2, even though I think that's not particularly as deserved. Um, you're, you're every once in a while, but like, those are exceptions that prove the rule. They are largely at a certain level. Now, when you go and you sit down to a Morbius, common sense dictates, this is what I can expect. I can expect whatever my letter grade is on the other stuff. (laughs) Wrong. Wrong. Not even fucking close, my friend. You're going to get left back. You're going to have summer school. And you, you're not allowed to go out <laughs> with the other kids on lunch break because you're a dumb dumb. Put your head down and think about what you did. I'm writing a letter to your parents as we speak. It was so far off from the stuff that is that you have no choice but to compare it to. Yeah. Right? No choice. Even the Spider-Man movies were compared to the prior Spider-Man movies. Now, we didn't have other Morbius movies. For a split second, I thought about Blade, but that was about it. And and, uh, and I like vi- vampire lore, and this this wasn't a comic book movie. It wasn't a vampire movie. It fucking certainly wasn't entertaining to me. What? I did not like it. What, what is the obsession? Sincerely, I do not know this answer. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is the obsession with everyone must be a good guy? What Morbius the Living Vampire? Venom. Oh, he's, he's not a good guy. This movie, he is just doing. He, he's so desperately trying to do hero shit that mm. I didn't even get the enjoyment of like he succumbed to his urges once. You're not even going to have fun with that? You didn't need a main villain. This could have been a whole fucking Jekyll and Hyde thing. 
I you do know, not understand you, any of the fucking choices. You you do raise an interesting point. So when you have a character who comes to their condition, who comes to their powers, who comes to their 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 uh, you know their promise, how, whatever you want to paint it as, uh, I know I haven't written a single character who gets powers, loses powers. And then they change as a fucking person, like completely from night to day. Like you don't do that. The story does that. The yeah. The story you're trying to tell. Like if they had even done something along those lines, he was a fucking cunt, but he had this issue, and now that issue was fixed. But here's the side effect, and now that's gonna change who he is a person. Great. Now now we're cooking with bacon. But it wasn't even that. Like yeah. they just basically said like. Oh, it's not his fault, but he's really smart. But look what he did. Oh no, his nose. Oh no. So I will I will ask you this. We over and, and we play this game often. We know what you don't like about it. Yeah. And you, we don't know that we we know that you didn't like this particular depiction. Again, Jared Little, I'm ta- I'm gonna let you off the hook. Joker, I'm still gonna I'm still a little pissed at you about I that. I don't hate that. Eh, idea. Eh, and he was just his close proximity to Harley gives him a little bit of glow. Puts Me a little and bit Paul of are just gonna have right a little way. meeting. We're like, four two wasn't <laughs> no, that bad, not that and bad. And also right? Leto's okay. But that being said, what would have been the the Morbius story you'd wanted to see on the big screen? Something yeah, that's I, interesting and that would also be a good intro to a viewer who is in a similar scenario, like. What the fuck is a Morbius? Some people would look at a Morbius and not... If not for the scrubbed, ultimately, Spider-Man poster when he's walking the street, they might not even know they're dealing with a superhero-type character. Certainly, they didn't allude to that. It took Vulture in the last fucking few seconds before you left. They're like, oh, that's right. So, that all being said, what would your entree have been? So, the way that I thought... They were approaching this based on the first trailer. The first trailer did not set up a movie I was disinterested in. I love this idea of. But they didn't uh, tell you anything in the trailer. What did that's you, probably what did why you I like, think you were gonna get from the from the I, trailer that you saw? You're like, oh, I bet this is. I that. I the one thing I was promised was this genius scientist had some fucking blood disease, and the right. cure side effect was, oh shit, I'm a vampire now. Yeah. So that that's, was approximately. 11 seconds and that included you taking a breath in so that's a lot of movies still yeah for my to for, fill in for my runtime i thought it was all gonna be about this this guy who had this disease from childhood so he never got to live it up i thought we were fully getting a version of dr jekyll and mr hyde we're like now he's fucking vital but he has to kill people because he can't and he also these. looks like jared little sometimes so you could really you know get your freak on well, but but that's a very fucking interesting story. He's this emaciated guy who like that brittle as fuck, and suddenly he's he's that virile and awesome fucking guy. Play up this idea that like fuck medicine, I can get pussy now. Um, but you know I'm accidentally killing these bitches if I get a little rumble in the belly. That was the movie I was expecting. I was expecting. Uh, Jared Leto to get to really fucking play up this struggle between this animalistic fucking urge and maybe it's all about him trying to find the cure but he accidentally makes some fucking vampires or... so you thought you thought you were going to get a comic book version of uh, Lewis 
or yes. Louis from fucking uh, uh, a interview. thousand, a thousand okay. percent. And I was well, hoping we'd get, I was hoping we'd get the energy <coughs> from the first Blade. What is it, Deacon Frost? One of the greatest fucking characters in all of cinema. Feel free to argue with me. He was one of the first comic book characters brought to the silver screen. One of the fucking best. What a cool performance. You don't think that I mean, fucking character's cool as tits? By comparison, and that's only because there were, like, none before him. I, you have to I remember guess. when I saw Blade 2, though. Like, when I saw the first Blade, rather, uh, I was at that age where, like, I was still trying to figure out how to talk to girls. So I had that, like, two weeks where I was like, I'm just going to pretend I'm fucking a vampire that's really cool and rich. I, I wasn't able to pull those, it off. Those two weeks have really stretched out quite a bit. Um, I was so, expecting so, that vibe to it. Like the first fucking blade, but the inversion. Where instead of helping people, motherfucker got to eat. Maybe he's going to eat a homeless guy, then the president. I don't know what's see, up. See, nah, what I presumed or what I would... So my favorite Morbius anything, I didn't come to... Suction cup because, hands? Because, no, I didn't come to him because of, because of Morbius. That's actually gro really gross for some reason. I can't figure out exactly why. Um, but it was through Blade. So, so he has a run with Blade and two Ghost Riders, um, in Midnight Suns. Yeah, And this was like in the 90s, and this was like, this was a, I can get around by myself, I could buy my, I got my own little money, I got my spending pocket money. Um, so <laughs> I would, I would, I would take, um, I would gamble with certain titles i'm like yeah let me check this out and certain events it used to be that you didn't have a year-long fucking story arc and if you missed it you fucked you used to have like a few weeks so this was like a summer run i'm like oh shit now we're talking nothing the bitches love more than seeing a guy driving on a maroon stanza with a bunch of comic books in the back seat <laughs> get it on so um this was a summer run it was uh, a Morbius, it was two Ghost Riders, and it was fucking Blade. And a little bit of Doctor Strange sprinkled in, if you nasty. Jesus Christ. <laughs> they really jam-packed all the Eve, like, lurking motherfuckers in one and thing. Basically, like, can you, do you wear a cape with a very high collar? <laughs> Guess what, my friend? Um, so, and also, this is when he kind of looked like a, he kind of looked like a vampire awesome. version of uh, of uh, fucking um, Edward Scissorhands, but also like a little bit of Annie Lennox, little pale action. So um, that fucking he, goatee inspired early Charlie goatees. So so he he purely had been a bad guy prior, and it was one of those lucky situations where the comics, the movie, the movies could learn something from the comics. Still to this day. You don't have to fucking kill every one of your villains. <laughs> Do something with them, and then you could trot them back out later. Or in a circumstance like this, you can give them the old spin job, and now you have an anti-hero, a misunderstood hero, whatever the case might be. So, spin job is hilarious. He, well, uh, they're playing tonight at uh, Crazy Bob's down the street. So, so you had Morbius come out. He's like, ah, look, I feel really bad about that. My, I didn't really know how to deal with the situation. Uh, I disgusted myself, so I acted out. That's really my bad, guys. My bad. Uh, and if you have two Ghost Riders up your ass, they can confirm. You're like, he really, he, he does feel bad about it, folks. Like, I, I, I write a permission slip for him if I can. So what ended up happening was he became a literal vampire vigilante. So what I thought that we were going to get with this flick, or if they had said, hey, John, you're pretty smart and good looking. You've moved great baseball teams. Um, well, here, write this script. What I would have done was like a pure in media res situation where like 
you get to Morbius, he's Morbius. You fucking told us his entire how he became in 11 seconds. You know what? Let's go ahead and flesh that out to like a whole two, three minutes. Knock yourself crazy. You did not need a half a movie. The classic blunder. Never get involved in a land war in Asia. (laughs) But also, don't spend half the fucking movie telling us how he got, uh, how they get how they are. Start that way. Do a little flashback action. I remember when I was a total fucking dick. And then this happened and blah, blah, blah. Great. Great. That's excellent. Now you're in the meat of the fucking thing. And then you can go about your business. That's where I think, for whatever reason, Sony is stuck in this place where the their playbook of, of comic book making is outdated. It's outdated. And it's also one of those situations where we have now developed a palette where we know what we like because we have had it already. We have a taste for it. We're like the fucking great white shark swimming around that accidentally... Eats a little fucking Kittner kid because he looks like a seal floating around on the yellow the yellow raft. And you're like, you know what? I feel bad about that. I feel pretty bad. But goddamn, if that shit wasn't delicious, man. That was delicious. I want me some more cheerins when I'm swimming around. And that's where we're at. So even though we might have had less sophisticated taste 10, 15, even 20 years ago... We're beyond that now. So if you try to float out some bullshit when all we want is some Kittner kid, we're going to fucking say, nah, nah, nah. I'm just going to keep on swimming. And that's where they're really in danger. Because, yeah, it made all the money. But it's not going to keep on you. You can't keep fooling people. Right? So it made all the money. It got the worst reviews collectively of anything I can think of in recent memory. Do you think people are going to show up? To Morbius 2, unless there's something dramatically, dramatically different. So, to me, the movie was a a, a, a critical failure, like a, an artistic failure. I have zero fucking interest in seeing the further adventures of Jared Leto with, with fangs and no nose. Uh, but we're going to get it. We're going to get it without, yeah. without question. Um, I just don't think we need it. If we do any, if we do get any more Jared Leto as Morbius, it had better be as part of a little collective of dark emo fucking characters. Well, let's, and Sony can do that. Well, let's end it there because clearly what's set up, and and I, short of people insisting we talk about it, or you seeing it and being like, no, it's fire. Another. Spider-Man less, seemingly, Sinister Six film on the horizon, but they're good guys? Adrian Toomes somehow learned how to make, without Chitauri Tech or a crew, learned how to make another Vulture suit, and the first guy he goes looking for in a world that has Venom is Michael Morbius to, to start a new Justice League? Like, what the fuck is happening? It's it's so convoluted, and and honestly, I feel like they just wanted to titillate and just get the conversation of like, oh, gosh, what's next? Uh, I just think that they could do significantly better. They could just do better. And and look, and um, 
you know, you see it sometimes with creators and they get very defensive. Uh, I, I noticed it when they, they started calling for like, where's the director's cut of this or that? And I'm like, that fucking movie was terrible to begin <laughs> with. The, no director's cut could salvage anything. And that terrible conversation that was had over the whole singer uh, situation, um, they're like, oh, Snyder. release the cut. Snyder, that's, that's what I meant. Um, yeah, I was, and then it finally fucking comes out to all this fucking, uh, to all this fanfare. And you're just sitting there thinking, yeah, it was better, but that doesn't make that was good. Yeah. It's a very, very different thing. And uh, I, I think they're I, confusing the fact. And that's the reason why you do need a strong uh, figurehead at the reins holding these large collective stories, if that's what you're going to do. Again, what DC is doing, they're doing, they, they've gone a completely different way. They're going to say, okay, we're going to tell our little independent stories and give the directors comp blanche, and then you don't have to worry about connecting to anything else. That's maybe where Sony would do better without trying to make Marvel movies. Just play with the Marvel characters that you're allowed to use in the toy box and call it a day. That's all I have to say. <laughs> oh, the chat delivers off of YouTube. Cousin Paul, the Simpatico 6. <laughs> I'm back in. Uh, I will buy my ticket. I, you, you, you. As per usual, you hit the nail on the head, man. Them Very trying smart. to force. Very smart. You know the the advantage Sony has is they could tell these fucking small stories. I do not think that there is money in doing these big nine character ensemble movies for anyone but Marvel right now. It just. I mean, uh, again, they made worked. the money. So, like, the money you have to kind of take off the table. It's all about, like, what you want to accomplish. But let's wrap it up. But it is diminishing. Out the hell out of here. It is goddamn diminishing returns. There's no way. There's no way people buy that fifth slice if it's rotten. That's what I'm saying. Like, they know that it's bad. You, you fool them once. Shame on them. You're not going to fool them twice. They're not going to show up for more of the same doo-doo caca. At, the, yeah. at least we hope, because fucking Venom 2 also made a Cousin shit ton Paul of money. Paul will, so they'll get his 20 bucks, but... John! Word. The lovely people who are watching now, watching later, they need to know that mostly every single Wednesday we come to you live on Facebook, on YouTube, on the Purple Side, Twitch, uh, and it's totally goddamn free. So all I ask is you drop a like, you hit share, you leave a comment, you tell us what you agree with, you tell us what you disagree with, and help spread the word U.S. comics becoming a reality is uh, going to be a battle of inches, and we need a goddamn army. So please, please, please join us in this ridiculous journey so that when we sell out, you can reap the rewards. You can follow us on all social media over at U.S. Comics HQ. You can find the podcast every single Wednesday. The second it becomes Wednesday, that audio podcast is available. It's U.S. Comics Cast on any streaming service, on any podcast service. And again, you can find us here live weekly, bringing you the good good. You get to see John and his just the greatest beard in the entire multiverse, uh, including the, the, the heroes and villains that try to cop the style. But John, yeah. there's truly... Only one way that we end this and every episode of U.S. Comics. Why don't you tell the beautiful people how we do the things we do? It's so simple. First and first, mostly we have to ask ourselves, who the fuck approved the copy for Charlie that said it was a battle of inches? <laughs> Keep your inches to yourself, sir. Vacation is over. But once that happens, all you got to do is turn the power 
on. You gotta turn the volume and you gotta ooh tune bed Mary and open up the window wide and then scream out into the night sky. Save Miss Space Girl. We out. Okay.